Good morning, everybody. Praise the Lord and God bless you. Welcome to when Zion Travel's prayer and impartation call. Let's see. Today is what is today? Today, ooh, Jesus. <laughs> today is Friday, January the twenty ninth. January twenty ninth. Yep. Today is Friday, January twenty ninth. That's January. It's been, uh, as they say, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. I hope you all have uh, had a good month uh, in terms of sticking to the things that you said that you were going to do this this year. You know, January is kind of, I don't want to say it's a make or break month um, because, you know, there's always, well, if, if by God's grace we have tomorrow. So we always have a, a chance to begin again. Um, But I pray that um, you've been keeping your uh, schedule that you have said that you would keep uh, this year, um, and uh, you have been honoring your commitment to yourself to do better, to be better, to show up better, to take good care of yourself, to uh, take care of uh, your responsibilities. I I just pray that... um, you are putting in the effort. You're putting in the effort that it takes to live the kind of life that you want to live. Uh, we talked about this one yesterday, that life takes effort. Life takes effort. Success takes effort. And so whatever it is that you want to do in your life, and uh, perhaps if you have gotten off track already, uh, just get back on track. You know, don't throw your hands up and say, forget it. All right. Um, So I am uh, praying for you that you remain diligent in the things that you have committed to yourself. You know, you are an important person. You are important. And so honor the word that you make to yourself. You say you're going to do something, do it. And do it because you said you're going to do it. Take care of your health because it's your health. Right? Take take care of your credit because it's your credit. Right? So these are things that I just pray that uh, as we have come to January 29th, I mean, this month has gone by very quickly. So if the year is any indication, <laughs> if the year is any indication of how fast this month has gone, then we will be on a 30-day fast shortly again. Amen. So we are saying grace and peace to all of you, our faithful prayer partners, for your consistency and your diligence and your faithfulness to be here on your prayer post. I see there are a whole lot of you that are on the line this morning. That encourages my heart, strengthens my heart. I'm always strengthened and encouraged. It's always about 10, 10 or so of you that are on sometimes uh, 530, 545, just waiting for prayer. That blesses me. It gets me up when I'm not already. <laughs> my alarm, my, my, if, if I miss my 5 o'clock alarm, it's okay. I, I know I got Nikki and uh, Dr. Timothy Buds and some of them. When they get on the line, I've got a notification that goes off and lets me know, hey, people are on the line. They're waiting for prayer. And so I said, well, let me get up. The saints is ready to pray. <laughs> you all know I love to laugh, but uh, I love you. I thank you all so much for your faith. Today. We're not going to be long this morning. What I want to do uh, today is I want to finish yesterday. How many of you were blessed by yesterday's word? I actually went back and listened to it myself. I said, 
Jesus. You were speaking to us. I need to go back and hear what you were saying because that, 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 was, that was good. I, need, I, needed that, I needed that myself. Uh, we were talking about yesterday how to shift from a victim to a king mentality. And so there were just a couple of other nuggets that I didn't get to share yesterday for the sake of time. You all know I like to be out at a certain time. And because I know in the morning people got to get going with the day, and so I try try to get wrapped up there. So I just want to wrap up those last couple of points. I just want to remind you to, uh, if you haven't done so, remember to mark your calendar. Excuse me. Remember to mark your calendar for our birthday celebration. Uh, our birthday celebration is coming up on February the 12th at 7 o'clock p.m. Excuse me. It's going to be via Zoom. So uh, you all will have that uh, Zoom link to, to access that. Um, and uh, you're all invited. So if there's anybody that would like to um, uh, share, uh, you know, if the, if, if the ministry's been a blessing to you and um, if you would like to give a, a birthday shout-out on, on, on my birthday, during my birthday uh, day, uh, you can send us an email at contact at azizamorrison.com. We have uh, made space. For, we have made space for uh, a couple of prayer partners there. All right, so let's just very quickly, let's go over. Um, I, I want to do a quick review yes, of yesterday's lesson for those of you that missed it. And then I want to just get, I just had a couple of uh, last, uh, last points that I, I didn't get to yesterday. Um, so we talked about um, developing um, how, how to shift from a king, uh, victim mentality to a king mentality, and our scripture was in Romans 8 um, that says, yet in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Let's just say a word of prayer. Jesus, we love you and we honor you. Thank you so much for this opportunity to hear from you, to receive from you. We pray, Father, in Jesus' name that you will speak to our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. We talked about that we are more than conquerors to him that loved us and that to be a conqueror means that we gain surpassing victory in every situation. And that I think that's so important and it's so vital for us to really put a pin in that. I really want you to put a pin in that because often we live in defeat. We live in defeat because we think that we have to be at the mercy of our circumstances, and we do not have to be at the mercy of our circumstances if we can shift our perspective and hang our hat on the fact that we are uh, uh, connected to the Lord Jesus Christ. That, that we are his heir, that we are seated with him in heavenly places, it will change our perspective and it will change our resolve and how we are going through. We all go through, but the difference is how you go through, how you go through. And so the problem with the victim mentality is that the victim mentality steals your inheritance. That's, that's the big deal of having a victim mentality, it steals your inheritance. It, it stops you in your tracks. It stops you from moving forward. It stops you from uh, pursuing and gaining and receiving all of the things that God has for you because of the way you think, I can never have this, My, the way you think, the way you see, the way you interpret. You know, that's a mentality. Uh, and so we, we, we want to shift from a victim mentality to a, a, king, a king mentality. Um, uh, we, we, we talked about uh, the children of Israel and how they responded. And, you know, they had self-pity and they had blame and they had bitterness and they had judgment and they had rejection and unbelief. And they, they refused to deal 
um, with the victim mentality and to trust God. Um, and so um, b- because of this, because of this, the Bible says, uh, God says, they certainly shall not see the land. They were, they were unable to see the land that God had. And you've got to really catch this by the Holy Spirit. They were unable to see the land that God had promised them because of their mentality. And so I, I want you to begin focusing, kind of turn inward this morning and kind of shine the limelight, shine the light on areas that you know you've got some thinking, some stinking thinking. You know, some areas that you know that you are not where you should be, areas that you know um, are not reflective of a king and a kingdom mentality, all right, Um, because we don't want to miss in this season. Many of us are already far behind. Many of us are already off schedule. Many of us have already missed great opportunities and and missed doors and missed things that God has for us. Many of us have already missed things that we we, we know we should have done, but we did not do. And so you're already behind schedule. But I believe that God is going to concentrate the time. He's going to catch you up, and he's going to put you right where you need to be. But we've got to leave this mentality alone. Amen. Somebody say, I'm going to leave it alone. And so we we, we talked about changing this and what it required. And one of the things that uh, changing this mentality requires is recognizing the patterns of thinking. And behaving. It's not just how you're thinking, but what are you doing every day? Every day, what are you doing? Just step out of yourself and look at yourself. You know, I remember uh, one time somebody had said to me, you don't see yourself, you know, because we think we we doing all of this. And they're like, no, you don't, you don't see yourself. You don't see how your behavior is affecting other people. And so stop and try to see your behavior. What, what, what are some things that you know you need to do better in these areas? And so you've got to recognize the, the behavior, take responsibility uh, for the root issues. And I, I talked about this. And for those of you, I would really suggest you go back. Uh, we uploaded this lesson yesterday on um, the podcast. Please, if you have not done so, please subscribe to our podcast. Please subscribe to our Apple podcast. And please subscribe to our Spotify podcast. And if you have not done so, please subscribe to our YouTube uh, channel at Aziza Speaks um, and go back and listen to uh, this word on there. So you can go back and watch it on Facebook yesterday. But I really talked about the power of taking responsibility for your root issues. You know, that, that's something that, that God has taught me even on this fast, you know, because whenever we say I did that because then, then you're not taking ownership for it. When you say, I did that because that was in my heart, that's taking ownership for it. And that's a hard pill to swallow, especially when you say, sanctify, filled with the Holy Ghost, fire baptized with a running amount of fire and preaching the gospel and running prayer and all that kind of stuff. And you realize you got some stuff that ain't right in you. That's a hard pill to swallow. And God said, no, you, this is, you did that because that was in your heart, sis. You, you, man of God, you no, uh, uh-uh. uh, you wasn't, re, you it wasn't, it wasn't retaliation. No, you wasn't reacting because, and this is this is how this is how God gave it to me. I didn't have time to go over this yesterday, but this is this is how God gave it to me, and, and he and he dealt with me. And I, I want to share this to you about how we use um, our anger. You know how we use our anger as an excuse for 
uh, and, and not take the responsibility for it. So it's just like this. So, so it's, it's, it's two things. So it's, for example, you're at a restaurant and the waiter spills, uh, you know, some coffee on your silk pink uh, dress, right, or your, you know, your nice tie, you know, and you just go berserk, right, because you're angry. It came out of the blue. You didn't even have time to catch your thoughts, right? All you know is that, you know, your stuff is ruined, you're on fire, and you just lay into this this waiter. Well, let's let's use this same example and say you're at the White House and it's President Obama or it's it's First Lady Michelle Obama or you know, it's it's Lady Jill Biden that's serving you this coffee and they spill this coffee on you. Are you reacting the same way? <laughs> Are you reacting the same way? Probably probably not. Now the initial shock of, is there, but are you are you going off on them? Are are you yelling and asking for the manager? No, you're not you're not doing that. And so what God was teaching me and what I'm trying to teach you is that a lot of times we use our anger we use our emotions as excuses to do and to say what it is that we really want to say when really there is another way. And then he, he pointed out to me, you know, how, how many of us, uh, you know, uh, have, have children at home or, you know, you're, you're at home with your relatives and, you know, you're in an argument or you're screaming or, you know, whatever, your children are acting up and you're, you know, discipline your children and the phone rings and you answer the phone and you're in your professional voice. Hello. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Right. And you were, just, you were just going off on your child. You were just going off on your husband. You was just fighting with your mother, or your father, or whoever you live with you or whatever the situation, you know what I'm talking about. You shift it in a moment. So it wasn't that you needed to use your angry voice to speak to whoever you were speaking to in that angry voice because you shifted when you needed to turn into your professional voice. So what you did was you were using your anger to usurp your authority or to say what you wanted to say when you didn't have to say it that way. And so what God is trying to get us to see and what he has been teaching me is that you have to be able to take ownership. I did that not because of what they did to me. Are you seeing it now? I, I just feel like somebody's light bulb went off. I'm not yelling at them because they're getting on my nerves. No, I'm using my voice like this because this is the way I want to do it because this is in me to do. And when you get that, when you get that revelation, it, 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 will, free, it will free you. It will, it will free you, and it allows you to take uh, ownership and responsibility. So let me go down here. So we talked about Caleb. You know that I'm, I'm not going to get back into this. I'm not going to go all the way over everything because uh, I really didn't want to even be this long. So we're at 6.15. Let me just get to the part that I, that I wanted to get to. So we wrapped up last night, yesterday, talking about that Caleb had another spirit in him. Um, and um, we talked about, uh, how Caleb, and I don't think I actually got to this part, but the Bible had talked about how Caleb said that he would wholly follow the Lord, and he said that several times. That was the kind of spirit that Caleb had, that no matter what um, obstacles he faced, uh, that he would wholly follow the Lord. And the Bible said that Caleb and his family possessed the dreams and the promises that God had for them. Why? Because he had a different spirit in him. 
he, he, had, he had a different spirit in him. And so what I wanted to share, uh, when we, as we are developing uh, the mentality of a king, um, this is the, these are the points that I didn't get to yesterday. Uh, the battles of life are won and lost in the mind and in the heart. Write that down for those of you that take notes. The battles of life, they are won and lost in the mind and in the heart. Again, our scripture, Proverbs 23 and 7, as a man thinks, that, that doesn't just say think. It's not think like T-H-I-N-K. It's actually thinks with an S, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So that thinks is a continual process of thinking. So we are, it's always thinking. We are, we are always doing two things. We are always thinking. We are always breathing. We're always thinking and we're always breathing. And so as you continue to think, you are building your life one brick at a time. I don't know if any of you follow Dr. Caroline Leaf, but she, she's, a, she's an amazing uh, uh, neuroscientist. She's a Christian uh, neuroscientist, um, and she, she talks about, um, you know, our, how our thoughts are like trees in our brain, and they, can, they actually have uh, images of thoughts. <laughs> it's amazing how you can actually see a thought in your brain, and it is in a form of a tree. And the the more you think about a certain thing, uh, the the bigger the branches on this tree become, and um, the 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 deeper the roots become. It it is it is absolutely positively phenomenal to, to see that in your mind, in your brain, there are trees and branches um, and then neurons that wire together and fire, you know, wire together and fire together. You know, they, they, they create this connection together of, of, of thoughts. So as you, the more you think about a thing, the stronger it becomes within you. She did an amazing teaching yesterday on grief. I thought it was so powerful because she talked about how grief is so difficult because the, the person is actually, uh, I forget the word that she used, but she talked about how um, a, a, a person that you have a constant relationship with, they're actually become a part of your brain um, because they, are, they have like their own trees, their own connections. This one person has this one tree, and there's all these branches from all of these memories and all these relationships and all of these things. And so when that person is gone, it's so difficult uh, be, because you are no longer receiving, uh, you know, signals from this person. It, it, it was just absolutely amazing. So, so what I'm saying to you is that we are building our life one thought at a time. And so if you do not like the life that you are living or if there are some areas in your life that you need to adjust, then you have to begin adjusting the way you are thinking one thought at a time. And so if your thoughts are bricks, you know, what are you building? Are you building uh, uh, a victim? a person that's a victim? Are you building a person that's a king or a person that's kingly? And so what does the Bible tell us in Romans 12? The Bible tells us in Romans 12 to be transformed by what? The renewing. That word renewing there means the renovation. And so some of us, in order for us to shift from this victim mentality to this king mentality, some of us are going to have to do a renovation of our mind. Be ye transformed by the renovation of your mind. You're 
going to have to change some things. You're going to have to tear down some things. You're going to have to rearrange some things. You're going to have to readjust some things. You're going to have to uproot some things. And so the things, the, the, the big deal about thoughts, brothers and sisters, and why this is so important is because thoughts are measurable. They occupy space, and you can have good thoughts or you can have uh, toxic thoughts. And and actually, you know, I, you all don't know this about me, but I'm a I'm like a brain nerd. I got all these books on the brain, and I do all these videos and watching on the brain, and I, I follow all of these neuroscientists about the brain. And you know, our thoughts they they actually have electrical impulses and chemicals and neurons, and and and, and we know this. And you know, like I said, they form in our brain like like trees with branches. And so as a thought grows, more branches become stronger connectors. And so as we change our thinking, um, as we begin changing our thinking, and I actually had watched this video that Dr. Caroline Leaf, and again, again, you all should look her up, Dr. Caroline Leaf. I have like three of her books. She, she's, she's, a, she's an amazing teacher. She, she's an awesome, uh, she's a, actually a Christian um, and, and she's just amazing. But the thing is that as you start changing your thoughts, some of those old van, uh, branches start going away. They start, like, they like vanish, you know, they, they vanish away. They lose their strength. They, 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 they lose their strength. And so um, the thing that you want to understand, uh, brothers and sisters, is that another thing is that memories and thoughts are connected to emotions. This is why, you know, I talked about uh, uh, our, you know, our emotions and using our emotions um, in a negative way. We are all going to have emotions, um, and, and it's not that we deny our emotions, but we have to uh, manage our You can't control, so you can't control your thoughts. It is impossible to control your thoughts. You cannot control your thoughts, but what you can do is you can manage your thoughts. You cannot control your emotion where well, you can control your emotions. Really what you are doing is you're really not really you're really not controlling, you're managing, because we're all going to be angry. We're all going to have grief. We're all going to be sad. You know, we're all going to be happy. You know, we're all going to be frustrated, but how you manage it. And I, one of the things that prayer will do, if you stay in prayer, prayer will allow you to be able, it brings about a peace in your spirit. So even though you're upset, you're not going off on the deep end. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? And so uh, what I want you to do Brothers and sisters, it's just allow God, uh, as we have gone through this lesson for the last two days, go back, review it, get your journal out, allow God, because I'm telling you, God is setting us up for success. He is setting us up for success for this 2021, this, this 30, what, these 30 days of prayer and consecration. He is teaching us things that he's never taught us before. He's revealing things to us that we've never seen before, and it's all because God is rooting for us. <laughs> he's rooting for us, and he's doing his part to teach us, to lead us, to guide us, and direct us, but we have to be the ones that are willing to put forth the effort to drink. We've got to drink. Nobody's going to make, nobody's going to drink it for us. In other words, nobody is going to change for us. We've got to do the, put in the effort to change ourselves. Come on, let's just say a quick word of prayer. So Jesus, we honor you. 
And we thank you and we glorify you and we magnify you. We bless thy name for blessing us. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you, Father, for giving us the uh, ability to change our minds. We we don't want to keep the victim mentality. We don't want to stay the way we have been, Father, but we want to shift, Father, from being a victim to being a king. And now, Father, it is in the name of Jesus that I pray this prayer for every man and woman that is under the sound of my voice, every and any area in their lives, Father, that is hindering them from fulfilling their purpose and their assignment and their destiny in you. Father, I pray this morning in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that you would reveal it to them and that you would give them grace. Hallelujah. That you would give them grace, give them grace and strength, Father, to make the change. Give us the grace, God, to do the things, Father, that you would have us to do in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you would allow us to see, to know, and to recognize the root cause of our issues. Where did it start? Where did it begin? When did we first believe the lie? When did we first come into agreement with the lie of this victim mentality? Father, this morning, we come laying it at your feet. We decree and declare according to your word that we are more than conquerors. We are not subject to our circumstances. Father, oh God, but we thank you. Hallelujah for surpassing victory. Yes, God, we thank you for surpassing victory in every area of our lives. We stand on your word, and we believe in what you said. Father, I thank you for new doors. I prophesy to somebody right now, lift up your hands. I hear the Lord say, new doors are coming. Hallelujah. Many of us, I hear the Lord say, somebody, there's a prophetic word for somebody this morning. There was somebody that has been looking for an old door to open. The Lord says that it's not opening because I have a new door for you, thus saith the Lord. And so I prophesy, I decree and declare, new doors are open, new doors and new opportunities are coming to you now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for new doors. Hallelujah. We thank you for new doors and for new ways. Hallelujah. We thank you for new connections. Yes, God. Hallelujah. We thank you for new opportunities. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we bless your name. Thank you, Father. We glorify and we magnify your name. We thank you, Father, that the mouth of the enemy is being shut shut now, shut closed right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that those that are speaking uh, evil word, that every ill-spoken word spoken against your people, Father, may it return back to the sender now in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, our faith and our trust and our hope and our confidence, yes, God, it is in you. And so we bless you. I am Oshandi Asiya. Oh, God, give us strength to run this race. I pray for those that are weary this morning. I'm praying for those that are experiencing disappointment fatigue, those that are tired, tired in their mind and tired in their spirit. Father, their souls are tired. Father, strengthen them. I pray for a refreshing, yes, God. I pray for a divine refreshing. Let the refreshing of the Lord be upon us today. In the matchless name of Jesus, Father, as we go throughout this weekend, and we 
as we go throughout this weekend, and we are, though we are, a, we are far apart, you are still with us. I pray, Father, that you would keep us in the hollow of your hand. Allow us to maintain our vows before you. And even though we're not coming together, we will still uh, put you first and honor you during our time of prayer. Be with us. Let your ministering angels and your angels of protection be with us and go with us. Protect our spouses and our children. Remember our pastors. Father, remember our friends, our sons, and our daughters. <coughs> Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would keep us in Jesus' name. Father, let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart, we pray that they'll forever be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, you are our strength and you are our redeemer. Let it be heart that believe it. Say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I feel very strongly to say that to you this morning, that although over the weekend, we will not be coming together. I want you to still uh, pray. You don't have to pray at 6 a.m., but I feel that there's some of you um, that uh, God is requiring that sacrifice, and you know who you are. We may not be coming together as a family, but God, if you feel that God is, is calling you and you're, you're still waking up, your body is waking up, get up. Get up out of that bed. Get up and go to your prayer chair. Go to your prayer closet or just get off, get out the bed and get on your knees and pray. I feel that very strongly that God is calling some of us to maintain this time of prayer even when we're not coming together. I want you to know that every time I pray, I pray for you. I'm praying that God will shift you, that you will shift your mind. Uh, to this new mentality uh, because God has great things for you. I pray that you all have been blessed by our prayer this, these uh, days that we have been coming together. I believe we are at like day 18, I believe, maybe day 18 or 19, I'm not sure. Uh, but we, we have been here, and I pray uh, that you have been strengthened. I pray that you have been encouraged. I pray uh, that you have been empowered. If you've missed the prayers, you can go back and, and listen to them to feed your spirit. Feed your spirit because whatever part of you you feed the most, that's going that's the part that's going to be the strongest, all right? All right, so I love you all with the love, but we would not be here on tomorrow. We would not be here on Saturday or Sunday, but we will be back here again on Monday for prayer. Do me a favor. Invite somebody to pray, all right? I love you all with the love, Lord. Walk with Jesus. God bless you. Shalom. Bye-bye.